For ladies from across the world We have come just to give a word Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fighting queens, oh that's the This is your girl, Divine, and you are listening to Edifying Queens, where we share a vision to effectively interpret the truth in the Word of God in a relatable way that is not only relevant to today's culture, but unquestionably crucial to surviving as a follower of Jesus Christ. If this is your first time listening, I am one of four lovely voices you will hear, and each week, you will have the pleasure of experiencing different views as this is a multi-managed show. So sit back, relax, and take in the rich word of God. I hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful people, and thank you again for joining us here on the edifying queens for another episode i hope you're having a wonderful week hope you had a great weekend um this is divine and super grateful that you continue to stick with us um father god right now in the name of jesus i just thank you so much for every listener on the line lord i thank you for everyone that Um, You woke us up this morning and you are seeing us to bed tonight, Lord, and you saw fit to give us another chance to give it right, Lord. So we want to get it right, God. We thank you so much for loving us, for everything that you do for us, for the ways that you show yourself mighty in our lives. We appreciate all that you do for us. Lord, I pray that you use me right now in the name of Jesus to bring forth this word, Lord, that you have placed on my heart, Lord, help me to navigate it. Please use my mind, my ears, and my mouth, Lord, to listen, to relay, and to understand, and to speak what you would have your people to have this evening. In Jesus' precious, holy, matchless name we pray, amen. Hello, friends. So, I am dealing with uh, in my personal life um, just the continued struggles of elevation and this past weekend I went on a walk with um, some of the leaders in my church me and my mom we went on a walk and uh, one of the um, eldresses she started to prophesy to me about my life and she ended up saying something that will forever be on my mind um so usually uh in the military I'm in the military and the standard of the military is easy compared to God's standard so I always measure myself by God's standard and I have been mentally keeping up with measuring myself against that for um, basically since I gave my life to the Lord. So 
what she said to me this weekend, um, it has made it up there to something that I will live my life by, um, personal and professional. And it is the title of this episode. Um, she said to me, be someone that God can trust. Don't worry about who you can trust. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Don't worry about who says what. Just be somebody that God can trust. And as I listened and I examined the way that I'm living my life and the way that I'm trying to live my life, I find myself, it makes my moves more calculated. I have to Um, I've had the spirit of, uh, I've had discernment for a while and I just feel like God is fine tuning my discernment, um, with what to say, what to, um, what information to give, how much to say, how much to give. I'm one of the, the type of people that I'm, I'm an executor. So when I see something, um, that needs to be done, I like to go and do it right away. Right. But discernment um, and just listening and having an ear to hear the voice of God tells us really plainly that we first uh, in Hab- I'm gonna mess I might mess it Habuka it tells us to write the vision. So whenever you have a vision or whenever something get, is given to you from God, it is wise first to write it down. And then meditate and pray um, and listen for his voice on whatever it is. Because he will not steer you wrong. Um, I know it might be different for everyone, but the way that I hear the voice of God, um, he speaks to me uh, very plainly. (laughs) Sometimes it's really funny, but uh, he... I know it's him by what he's asking me to do and by the way that it lines up with his word. I get that question a lot often. How do you know it's God? Uh, someone asked me that last week. How do you know it's God speaking to you? And the truth is you just have to know his voice. You have to have spent enough time in his word to where you know what he sounds like you have to get to know Jesus in a way that you know what he sounds like my pastor always talks about um, uh, a man that studied uh, counter uh, well they they he was supposed to be somebody that discovered if money if the money that was being handled was fake so what they did was had him study real money inside and out real money what it looks like what it smells like what it feels like what it tastes like maybe even and to the point where if they the point is so that he would recognize a counterfeit just by looking at it because he spent so much time around the real deal that he understood that what was fake was fake even without, you know, without even touching it or, you know, you get so good at things, you know, 
if you spend enough time doing it, you get you get that good where you could just look at it or you can just smell it. If he was blindfolded, he could tell that it was not the real deal. So that's how we have to be in our relationship with Jesus Christ, because people are sniffing out to see if you're the real deal. And the world necessarily, they don't always know exactly what Jesus looked like, but they know what he don't look like. You ever been around somebody and um, uh, and and they do something and then you say to yourself, I thought they were a real Christian. Well, friend, people are thinking and looking that way about you, too. People are looking at what you're doing and they're deciding for themselves if you're a real Christian or not based on the way that you live. Does your light shine or do you look so much like the world that people can't tell that you're God's son or daughter. That's just something to think about. So the the question is, can God trust you? Can God trust you with his people? Can God trust you with his money? Can God trust you with his time? Can God trust you with his sons? Can God trust you with his daughters? Can God trust you, friend, with his possessions? Can he trust you? We already know that in Psalms 24, verse 1, the earth is the Lord, is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. We are his. Once you have an understanding of, like, truly being God's, um, I heard some, uh, I heard, um, someone say before that, If God were to withdraw his heir, like all this that we're worried about on a daily basis, if God were to withdraw his heir, if God just said, well, today I don't want there to be oxygen, friend, everyone on the planet would be dead. The oxygen is his. I just need this to be into perspective. Literally, everything is his. It's his heir, his oxygen, his trees. His grass, his sun, his moon. That's why the sun stays where it's supposed to be. Because God said that's where it's supposed to be. God causes the sun not to burn us up. God is the reason that we're able to figure out via science that the the planet is so far away from wherever it is. That we're not burning it up. That we're not burning up and we're living on this planet. Healthy, happy, beautiful, green earth that he has given us. The world and they that dwell therein. All of this belongs to him. So just keeping that in mind and because it all belongs to him, that is why it is important that we remain people that he can trust. If you are a believer, we have to do a heart check. On a daily basis, it's a daily basis for me. And I've been living safe for about almost 10 years of my life. And it's still a daily thing. Like, am I somebody that God can trust? What would Jesus do? I know it's super cliche, but you have to make sure that you're in line with his word, friend. So the scriptures that um, I'm just going to read a few scriptures into your hearing. (laughs) My pastor always said that. Um, So we're going to be in Proverbs 
verse chapter 16 verse 24 we're going to be in psalms chapter 1 um 1 through 6 and then we're going to be in jeremiah chapter 17 verses 7 through 8 so i'm going to start with uh proverbs so if you hear some pages crackling i because i have my bible right there Usually I have my little laptop, but today I need the Holy Word of God. My pastor always called the Bible the Holy Word of God because no distractions can pop up on, up and through and in, you know, in your Bible. That's why it's, it's, it's healthier to read your Bible Bible because you don't have as many distractions because, you know, the enemy will get in where he can fit in if you give him any kind of room. So, We'll be in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. Oh. Mm. Just kidding. We're going to read. We're going to read the whole verse. We're going to read the whole chapter. Well, it's looking pretty tasty, friends. So we're going to do this. We're going to start at verse 1. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Mm. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none go. None will go unpunished. That's scary, friend. Check in pride. That's also important. Can God trust you not to not to have such a big head if he tells you some things, if he gives you some discernment? Do you have enough humility inside of your heart? Can you are you wise enough to humble yourself under him that just because he gave you some knowledge that you don't run off at the mouth and think you're better than anybody else? I don't know about you, but I have definitely had to have that humble moment or four because you get to thinking that you're somebody and God is the somebody. Amen. Verse six in mercy and truth. Atonement is provided for iniquity and by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. Ooh, by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. Be that be that one amen when a man's ways please the lord he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him that means friend when god can trust you he'll make your enemies to be at peace with you they may be mad but they ain't doing nothing to you they gotta be at peace because why because our bible says so because god says so Verse 8, better is a little with righteousness than vast 
revenues without justice. A man's heart his a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Is God directing your steps? Can he trust you to go the right way? Amen. Divination is on the lips of the king. His mouth must not transgress in judgment. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness, for a throne is established by righteousness. Righteousness, right, excuse me, righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him who speak what is right. Can God trust you to speak what is right? As messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will appease it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, friend? And to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Verse 17, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. Okay, so you know that song, Highway to Hell? Well, we got a believer version. We got a highway to uprightness. We have a highway to righteousness. Verse 17, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. So anytime something nasty is going on, don't even stick around to listen to that, Frank. And God trust you to get out of the way when the devil is trying to manipulate your mind and get you to hearing stuff that you really shouldn't be talking and listening to. Amen. I'm preaching to myself. Uh, Verse 17 also says, he who keeps his way. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Don't you want to preserve your soul? I know I do. Verse 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly. Okay, hear this. Than to divide the spoil with the proud. God said it's better to be on the side of the road, poor road, poor and broke and humble than to be up in your mansion dividing the spoils being proud verse 20 he who heeds the word wisely will find good and whoever trusts in the lord happy is he and whoever trusts in the lord comma happy is he happy is she amen The wise in heart will be called prudent and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. Now that don't make no sense, does it? Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. So when you have understanding, It is a wellspring of life, but the correction of fools is folly. Even when a fool corrects you, it's foolish. God's not even taking that seriously. My Lord. 
Verse 23, the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth. You got to teach your mouth, friend. You have to teach your mouth what to say. How do you teach your mouth what to say? You need to read what to what to say. You need to know what to say. You need to practice what to say. That's how you teach something. You practice and adds learning to his lips. Verse 24. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. We're going to stop right there. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the bones. It's the power that we have in our mouth, friends. It's that for me. Glory to God for his holy word. Okay, we're going to turn over to the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, glory to God, nor stands in the path of sinners, Mm-mm. nor sits in the seat of the scornful. We not even sitting around them, y'all. Glory to God. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Are you delighting yourself in the Lord, friend? And in his law, he meditates day and night. That means you got to read your Bible at least a, meditate, get some, get a, get a scripture to meditate on in the morning, get a scripture to meditate on at night. Glory to God. Verse three, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Jesus, help us today. We want to make sure that we are not the ungodly. Amen. And if you are the ungodly or you were the ungodly yesterday or you uh, were the ungodly last night, let's not be the ungodly right now, friend. You can turn your life around right now in the name of Jesus. So let's turn over to Jeremiah chapter 17. We're going to read verses 7 and 8. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So in order, (laughs) in order for God, for you to be able to, for you to be 
even in the running for becoming someone that God can trust, friend. You have to trust God. You have to trust God. And you know, the easy thing about trusting God is that he's he never fails. He has never failed and he will never fail. It's so easy to trust God when we remember. The hard part is remembering who he is, what he's capable of, how big he is, and magnifying him in every situation will determine your levels of trust. So your level, just like your trust got levels to it, God's trust has levels to it too. What he can trust you with, how much money he can trust you with, what kind of finances he can trust you with. Can he trust you if you had a billion dollars right now that you would divide those millions to where God says they need to go? Or would you get heavy eyes and try and do some other stuff? I can speak for myself right now, friend, that I don't necessarily know that I am ready to even handle what I have. Um, It's all about Jesus. So keeping that in mind, keeping that on the forefront of your mind is so important. When it comes to our finances, giving our tithe, sometimes I have to do a heart check with my tithe. And like there's an episode about it, but like if you're not cheerfully given, you don't give. If you're not cheerfully given to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. If you're not cheerfully given to the God whose air you're breathing right now, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because God doesn't need our money. He wants our hearts. Um, so you want to focus on being somebody that God can trust. I have written down to tell you guys that it's okay to have stuff. God doesn't mind us having stuff. Just don't let stuff have you. And that comes from Apostle Nate Holcomb. Um, you just want to continue to be ready and available because when God can trust you that means he can use you in ways you probably never even imagine but you have to stick with it you have to nurture that relationship with him so that you guys can get on a level to where you're able to first hear everything he has to say to you and you're listening to him but also so that you can have that faith-to-faith trust relationship and so that he he'll be able to trust you so father right now in the name of jesus i just thank you so much for every listener i thank you for everyone that has turned over a new leaf all the eyes that have been open to wanting you to trust them God that they're thinking about this that they're meditating on this that they're reading their scriptures and their words Lord and Lord our prayer is that we will be 
we will be like a tree planted by the waters which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes but our leaves will be green and we will not be anxious in the year of drought Lord we don't want to be anxious in the year of drought even when it looks dry around us Lord we will never we don't want to cease from yielding fruit in the name of Jesus So help us today, God. Help our discernment. Help us to know what to say, when to say, and who to say it to, Lord. Help us to become people that you can trust. And Lord, I thank you for anybody on this line that is not saved, Lord. If there is something that was said, Lord, that pricked their heart, Lord, and they're convicted and they want to get to know you better, Lord, I thank you right now. And I ask right now in the name of Jesus, if that is you, that you repeat after me. I believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and he is the son of God. And I would like to make him Lord of my life. I denounce Satan and all of his demon cronies. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen, friends. So. Have a wonderful morning, have a wonderful day, or have a wonderful evening or night. And we'll see you back, we'll we'll be back here again next week. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out to us and share your testimony, comments, or thoughts about the show. Or if you need a little advice or prayer, email us at eqlovesjesus at gmail.com. That's eqlovesjesus, all one word, at gmail.com. Please join us here next week to hear how God is moving in the life of another one of your edifying sisters in Christ. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to communing with you here next week. I am your host, Divine, and have a wonderful morning, evening, or night. Be blessed. For ladies from across the world, we have come just to give a word. Come one, come two, come all Ride with us and we won't let you fall Loving God is what we've come to do Head of fine queens, oh that's the key